On today's episode of the Garden of Eden podcast, we talk about grandmothers gone wild, my less than heavenly driving record, and eating one cracker a day. If you like the podcast, make sure that you share it with your friends. It's the best way to help us grow. Enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, because saying hello once would never be enough. Welcome back to the Garden of Eden podcast, and today is a really special podcast. I mean, like, they're always special, but really, really special today is the dad cast. Say hello, dad. Hey, what's going on? So today, we're going to talk about all things um, little me. So you guys get to, uh (laughs) uh-huh, younger, E back in the day. So daddy's going to spill all of the tea. It's going to be piping hot. Tea, I'm throwing all of it out in the street under the wood. So I have a couple of topics for daddy. He likes to talk a lot. And for some reason, you guys really like him. So we'll just get started. The first thing we want to talk about is um, your accent. Oh, man. I can't even explain that. But I'm originally from Tennessee, um, Lebanon outside of Nashville. But lived all my life pretty much in Colorado. My parents can't even understand why I had this accent. Uh, they all complain and talk about, boy, you talk like you got rocks in your mouth, open your mouth. But other than that, um, it just stuck with me. Um, and I guess I'm just lazy. I don't know. Yeah, most of the time we just nod and pretend like we know what he's saying. What? <laughs> Actually, Kayla's the only person that can understand him fully. Uh-huh, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's my baby. She know what daddy was talking about. <laughs> Okay, so everyone wants to know what it's like being a dad of all girls, including girl dogs. <laughs> oh, man, it's an adventure. Um, adventure, a lot of patience. Patience? Yeah, a lot of patience because I'm catching it from all angles. I'm like, you and Nicole is just like, just honorary is hell and spoil. And then you got the wild one, Bella, just like Kayla, you know. Just don't know what they gonna do next. They just do it at first, but in the powerhouse that is our mother. Yeah, yeah. I can't say too much on that because you know she might listen to this podcast. We're trying to get mom on the podcast desperately, <laughs> but um, hey, we can get on if we can convince her that she ain't gonna be videotaped. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's right. You guys would really love that. So, what do you think? Okay, so my dad. Um, believes in me the least out of everyone just kidding he's probably the most supportive but when I went vegan he thought that it wasn't going to be for very long because he said that it was one of my many phases I myself personally don't remember going through any phases at all I feel like I've stuck to every single thing I've ever wanted to do but like six months into being vegan, I got my vegan tattoo. My family was very upset about it. They thought that it was just another phase and that I wasn't going to stay vegan. Can you please explain to me why you thought veganism was just another phase in my life? Well, first off, I'm going to let you know right now, I had never heard of veganism or vegan or anything like that. I always thought it was was a vegetarian and that was the whole line. Oh, wait. When I was pescatarian, he... <laughs> was hell-bent on calling me Presbyterian, which is a religion, is not a dietary preference at all. Presbyterian is what he called me. Man, it's a dietary religion, gone. <laughs> but, nah, but what were we saying, talking about when you was going, when you... When I went vegan and you guys thought vegan. it was a phase. Because, man, you, 
think about it, you went through all the stages of first not eating meat, red meat, only eating fish. Then you would go back. Then you would go back to oh, like we thought it was a diet phase. Cause that was your biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Talking about, well, I'm going to eat a cracker a day. Well, nah, I don't do that. <laughs> that lasted every bit of like two months. And then she started eating up stuff again. Oh, yeah. I started for a while. I was on this cottage cheese diet where I'd only eat she, cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we thought it was just a phase. But I'm like, when you went and then we kind of had like a side bet going on to see how long it was going to last. We ain't tell you about that, though. Evidently, we both lost, so we were kind of mad at you for a while because we couldn't get no money out of the deal. But, nah, but when you went, and I said, when you went over a year, and we was like, oh, okay, it's legit. And then when you started teaching us stuff about it, we was like, all right, then, you know. So, man, it enlightened us, and then we kind of like semi-vegan or whatever, as I call it, vegan. <laughs> yeah, they don't drink cow's milk, um, rarely do they eat a lot of meat mom and kayla eat fish well kayla doesn't really eat fish either but mom eats fish chicken sometimes yeah kayla eat french fry kayla is on a french fry and dr pepper diet (laughs) that's about all she eats but i can say if there's tofu available jaquila will pick tofu over any meat she's definitely a tofu girl so speaking of bets this was on my list but you didn't even know about it Tell the people about this roommate bet that you guys had going on behind my back that I still don't know all the details of, so I'm going to find out right now. Oh, man, this, this is funny. So, you know, when Jackie, when Jackie first left the house and everything, you know, she moved down here to Texas from Colorado. And um, when she first moved out, she stayed with her grandparents and everything, but when she first moved out, she had a roommate. And we kept telling her, nah, 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 don't get a roommate. So you know, y'all probably know the whole spill on that. But the bet was me, my coworker, and my wife, her mama, we had a bet going on on how long it was going to last that she would stay in the house with the roommate. Um, we had a little history on the roommate and everything, so it was, that's what made it more interesting. But her mama gave it less than a month, and my coworker, he gave it three months. I said six months. Because I said she's going to try to hold it out for the long haul just to get the We're at six paid. months right now. Yeah. And it's almost to, hey, it's breaking time. Because <laughs> there's a couple things that's happening that she be like, I don't know if I can take it. I don't know if I can take it. So, but I know we all going to lose some more money on this. So, right now. It's done. So, um, this is uh, a touchy subject. So, um, we're going to have daddy talk about it and we're trying to get him to go all the way into it, not just like skim over the top of it. So when I think I was 14, um, daddy was teaching me how to drive and um, he kind of let me go and kind of let me have autopilot and I crashed through a fence and missed someone's house by just a hair. Jaquela was in the back seat. She was um, probably two years old because she was born when I was 12. So I was 14. Um, And daddy's told me portions of the story of the aftermath with the man of the fence that I crashed through. But I'm going to let him tell you from beginning to end, from the hopping the curb to the fence through the rest of the story. All right. Now, like she said, I'm a little long with it. So this is going to be interesting. They like a lot of talking, so. (laughs) Alright, so pretty much it was bad too because it was nighttime. So, um 
we uh we were all we went to the store, me, her and her sister and everything. She needed to go to the store, so I was like, Bet, come on, let's go. And at that time, I had a we had a Ford tourist station wagon. So we was like, all right, her mama was always against her driving because she ain't have a license or nothing. She ain't even have a permit yet. So we coming back or whatever. She was doing good. We on a straightaway before we get to the house, you know, to the main street where we got to turn in and everything. So we pulling up and she doing about 30. So I was like, all right, cool. And I'm like, hey, slow up, you know, before you make the turn because you're making a right-hand turn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we get about maybe five house lengths away from the turn. She's still doing 30. Then I'm like, okay, hey. I'm like, oh, I ain't going to say nothing because she always be like, daddy, every time you say something, you be yelling at me and I get nervous. I said, I ain't going to say nothing. So then we get about two house lengths and I'm like, all right, she's still buckling down on 30. Then we get about a house and I'm like, hey, slow down. So then she starts slowing down. And when she gets ready to make the right-hand turn, it's another car coming up the hill in the in the right-hand lane. So the car stops because she turns left because she was about to hit it. And we hopped the curb, and all we seen was a fence, and we ran straight through the fence and stuff. Now, remember, this is <laughs> night. So we run straight through the fence and everything. And next day, I know we looking at the side of the house. The house was blue. That's how vivid I know that I remember this story. <laughs> so she's sitting in the driver's seat panicking. Kayla in the back seat laughing. And remember, she's two years old, but she laughing. So I'm like, move, get out the way. Get out the way. I said, get. She's like, what, what? I said, hey, because I'm going to tell you like this. Negro tendencies. Hey, I was like, man. And it was wet, too. So I like, hey. I said, man, get over. So she's like, what? I said, just get over. I run around. I get out the passenger seat, run around to the driver's seat because I'm like, hey, if the laws come, man, we all in trouble. Well, I'm in trouble and everything. So I get in there and people start coming outside. And it's like less than a block away from my house. So I throw it in reverse. Woo, I'm hitting it. And everything. All we hear is, I think he's trying to run. So I'm like, damn. <laughs> so then I get off the curb and out the mud or whatever. And I pull out the people that was in the house. He comes out or whatever, you know. Oh, you know, and they's like, so I just pulled over. They was like, he was like, hey, man, everything all right? Everything all right? Now y'all remember the car that was coming up the hill and stopped? Well, they was calling the police on that car because they thought it was a hit and run. They thought we hit the car, that the car hit us, and they just went around us and took off or whatever. So, <laughs> so I get out, and everybody was like, oh, y'all, right, y'all. Right. I was like, yeah, we all right. Then the owner of the house, he comes out, and he's like, hey, man, what happened? I said, hey, man, I was trying to stop, and my uh, my master cylinder on my brake went out. And then he was like, oh, man, yeah, man, I had one of them happen before. So I was like, bet. So I'm talking about the whole the, um, tie rod in was broken and everything. So I managed to get it down to the house. So I walked back up, and it's wintertime in Colorado, so it's cold. So I walked back up the street, and the dude was cool, though, because he was like, man, he said, hey, he said, man, hey, you know, we was getting ready to replace the fence anyway because it was damaged. So we got on um, gift certificates. They had gift certificates for, um, I mean, gift cards for Home Depot, and they had extra wood and everything. So he was like, look, he said, man, we ain't going to call the cops or nothing like that as long as everybody all right or whatever. I said, bet. He said, hey, all I ask is that you come and help. So I said, all right, cool. So 
I go and I help them and everything. We out there. We putting the wood up, you know. I paid the difference in the extra lumber or whatever that was needed. So we out there talking, da da da, da having a good time. Now, this is the part of the story I don't think I ever told you Mm-mm. and everything. So after we did it, he was like, hey, man, you know. Because he was real talkative and stuff. So he was like, hey, man, you know, you, you ever had deer jerky? And I was like, no, nah, I ain't never had deer jerky. And I was like, okay. So we went off in his garage. Well, he had like a big old Rottweiler. And I was like, man, but it was friendly and it was just a puppy. But he was like, yeah, it's okay, man. It's real playful. So we went off in there and um, we was in his garage. So his wife was like, oh, you about to have him eat some um, jerky? And he was like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I went back up in there. So he's like, hey, man. I'm having flashbacks like this is The Walking Dead and he's getting ready to feed you a human or something. <laughs> I know. That's why I was skeptical. So he's going to get interested, really. I'm like, man. So when we sat up, so I'm in there, we 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 sitting up there, and we eating some jerky and everything. He was like, hey, man. He was like, hey, you know, he was talking, and he was telling me about some stuff that he had did or whatever, and that he has to take medicine and all of this. Well, this was before it was legalized in Colorado. He was like, hey, man, do you smoke? And I was like, no, nah, I don't smoke no cigarettes. He was like, nah, do you smoke weed? And I was like, nah, I don't smoke no weed. <laughs> He was like, well, do you mind if I smoke? I said, man, go ahead and do your thing. So he was like, all right. So he go up there. The wife come. And he got the jerky and all that. And I'm curious because, like I said, I ain't never heard. I ain't never had no deer jerky. I ain't even know they made deer jerky. But anyway, I taste it was good and everything. I hope it was deer jerky. But I, <laughs> so he, he, he started like he started smoking and everything, get relaxed. And then he started talking about how he was bipolar and i was like oh okay cool then he was like yeah man because one time and i can't remember where area 51 is but he was like yeah i wasn't supposed to be out there and i like got lost and i guess he he was bipolar or something else and how he went and did he had drove off out there and was just driving because it's like in the middle of nowhere and he got pulled over and i was like man i don't want to hear that man and stuff and then his wife came out there and she was like oh are you telling him stories again and i was like man he was like oh yeah there she was like oh so then he went in the house or whatever and he was just like she was like hey i really appreciate it you know you came by whatever he don't have a lot of friends <laughs> and you know and i like man she was like yeah so can you um you know it's nice or whatever and if you could ever you know sometimes just come by or whatever and just say say what's up to him and all that Shit, I said, all right, I said, but shit, I ain't never go back up there. I sent him a card, though. <laughs> I sent him a card the next Christmas, man, because it was a big blessing, you know. That could have went a whole, like, could have went bad, you know. Luckily, nobody hurt because they told us that when we went through the fence, it was like their kids' room was right there. And that's all they heard was a boom. So I was like, man, but they were cool. It was cold. Man. You the one that ran into it, but... We never did tell your mom, did we? Yeah, we told her. Oh, we told her? I told her because I can't hold water. I know. So, of course, I got in trouble, but it was an experience. That was one experience. But, yes, yeah, that's crazy, man. And he kept trying to get me to smoke, but I like, I can't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a testament to the things parents will do for their children. Rebuild fences in the cold of winter in Colorado. <laughs> We're going to transition a teensy bit into... Having a child on the internet and having them open to, like, the criticism of others. So, 
We're going to talk about what you think about me being on YouTube and um, if you ever read comments and um, yeah, that um, the whole different creative world of YouTube. Yeah, that's interesting. And as a parent, you know, you got to a lot of times I notice that I can't read the comments anymore hmm. for some reason. I don't know. I'm still subscribed to you on YouTube. But when you be like, yeah, you got but I can never read any of the comments that you have anymore. It's I don't probably know. a blessing. Yeah, because I know it was sometimes, I know it was one time when I was, and you was like, man, and, you know, because you do, um, what's it called, you call it again, um, what do you call it? With the vlogs? No, not with the vlogs, with the weight. Um, oh, the body positivity yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was like a real challenge and everything, and then it was all, man, the time, well, going back, it was, what really made it difficult was, she got, you know, we got family members that follow her on YouTube and subscribe and stuff. And when you put out the one picture or whatever, which you like almost butt, well, you were butt naked, <laughs> but covering up the parts. And it was like, man, Uncle Darius was calling me. Your grandma was calling me. I'm talking about Uncle Travis was calling me. Like, uh, hey, yeah. man, being in the mindset of supporting and all that, that is like, I have to be supportive because my mom was like, what are you doing? But then I'm, that's why I always come and I talk to you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being able to see how you how you flourished and actually what you're driven for, uh, what you're driven for on doing that, it's like, it was hard at first, but it's opening my eyes up to a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you know, seeing and like reading the vlogs and yeah, it's difficult when you got those that respond negative because they're not open-minded enough to see what you're doing all they're doing is oh it's a big girl on there just showing her body and all that but it's like they're looking at the physical side of it and not the mentality side of it so it's like you know that makes me proud because i always look at you like damn you know from what we came from you know uncertainty and never knowing what you you know i'm saying what you was really gonna do is like that's something that me and your mom do but especially me it's like wow you know i'm always impressed man you know, yes, yeah, couple people. Yeah, I did some research on some folks that was on there because <laughs> it was one person on there talking too much trash. And you know, hey, that's what I do. I I research them to the end to the house. But you know, on the real though, that right there is like it. It educates me, and it's like, man, I learn a lot from you or whatever. And it is built. I don't know how you feel, but it's like you doing a YouTube thing and learning and seeing what you're doing especially inspiring other people it's like i feel that even kind of brought us a little closer yeah for sure it brought me and my family closer i think i changed and grew a lot as a person after i became vegan so like the past four years i think i've transitioned a lot as like from who i used to be Mm -hmm. and i think the people the only reason i'm able to continue to do the things that i do on youtube is because of the people that follow me that are positive because i think they're equally as inspiring but on the like the tip of body positivity a lot of people say that they think i pretend that i work out and things i would like to you to tell the people about the times that you've had to work out with me (laughs) (laughs) all right so the first time the first time you had got a a membership at gold's gym oh yeah like four years ago yeah and what was it was you was doing body pump body jam Mm-hmm. The cycling class and all that. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and get in shape with a man. Oh, body combat. We did yeah, that together, combat, too. Yeah, So 
Man, <laughs> so we were sitting there, you know, so I went on like, I bet. What was the first one? Um, So we did two classes in a row each time. So the first time we did body, tu- body pump and body combat back to back. And then the second time we did body combat and cycle back to back. Yeah. So I, so how it went was we did body pump first, right? Yes. So we did body pump. So we was in there and um the... You know, that's the one where we do the with the weights. weights yeah. Yeah, so we were lifting the weights and everything. So, you know. That's I'm, where the teacher kept calling you out. Yeah, yeah. Because I, like, I think I was, like, he was thinking it was only three men in that class at the time. So, I'm sitting back there. So, you know, me being the man that I am, you know, I'm like, shoot. I go and load up the weights. Because I'm like, all right, man. Well, they got little 10s, little 5s and all that. So, I'm loading up, like, 35 on each side. Not knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> so we probably get, man, a good 20 minutes into the workout. And, you know, I'm shaking. I'm half doing the exercises. I ain't completing reps. So I'm trying to fake it. So I'll take some weight off because all the women that was around me were laughing. You know, we all had a good time. They was like, you sure you're going to do all that? I'm like, yeah. Might want to take some weight off because it's real intense. I was like, man, I do this all day. Well, just to let y'all know that was some intense and it ain't no choke. I'm talking about I went down to just the bar. Mm-hmm. I took all the weight <laughs> off. It was on the bar. And the instructor's like, hey, Andre. That's how bad it was. That was my first time, but she knew me on a first name basis. Andre, what you doing now? You got to keep going. Hey, it was times I just sat down when we was doing the bench pressing on the ground on our back. I was loving it. Cause I was just laying there. Technically, I wasn't doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Then we jumped in the body pump. Oh my goodness, that lady there is insane and crazy. I'm talking about, and it was bad because it was older women in there outdoing me, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm catching cramps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gasping for air, sweating. And then after we did that, the next time we went, I was good through body pump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we did the cycling, and oh my goodness, I can't. Well, I can't remember that old lady name. Oh, Diane. Yeah, man, this uh, this older lady right here, man. I was like, oh, this is gonna be an easy class because we Two did it twice. Two knee braces. Yup. Hey, knee braced up. I'm talking my leggings. I'm, she looking like flash dance up in there. We hitting it, and <laughs> 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 hey, you know, like when she says up, like you climb the hill, you supposed to crank your thing up. Man, I'm up in there, and I guess she was watching me because I get up, but I would never turn it. I act like I was turning it. She was like, you got to turn it. I said, hey, I ain't, man. I was crack, catching cramps everywhere. I ain't know I had catching cramp, but it was interesting. But for all of y'all that think she don't work out in this face, <laughs> man, y'all, y'all don't know it. It ain't even fun, like, walking with her. Cause no, things, you're annoying walking no, with me. No, you walk like... I have to jog to keep But up I with think you. you do that to irritate me. No, you walk like that. I keep telling you that. It's that so irritating no <laughs> to be walking and the person next to you is jogging. It's so annoying. I don't know why he does nah, that. It's irritating when somebody's sitting there that's walking, that's supposed to be walking <laughs> and everything, but they don't realize how fast they walk. It ain't even a power walk. I couldn't even power walk with you. That's why I started jogging. I tried to power walk. <laughs> so, nah, you were just walking like. Your walks is terrible. Even your mama clarified that. She was like, yeah, she gets that from us. Because mm-hmm. all the women in your family got, like, big, strong calves and legs. Nah, hell nah. I got small calves. I can't do all that. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing we're going to talk about, well, the second to the last thing we're going to talk about is your crazy mothers. Ooh, 
Yeah. Okay, so everyone knows Crazy Grandma Jackie, and they've heard little inklings of videos of grandmas gone wild. Uh, our grandma's party phase. You want to hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> you want to touch bases on the day with the, the dogs and everybody? Yes, huh? they <laughs> had. A, my grandmas went through this wild partying phase, like teenage like partying phases. We don't know. Yeah. It was like it's not even midlife. It's past midlife crisis. <laughs> And they, I don't know. Yeah, so on that note, I'm like, hey, it's a bless. Well, I'm gonna start off and say it's a blessing to be in a relationship where both mother in laws get along. Everybody in the family gets along. Mm-hmm. But the mother in laws is so tight knit, they were running mates. I'm talking about, we were calling them Thelma and Louise. So, real quick, I'm gonna give you the, the story that broke it all down, and I think that was kind of like the final ride for them. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time I was overseas um, working and I'm talking about my mama was on Tango Ray. Yeah, I'm like, she was just straight on Tango Ray and orange juice. Who drinks Tango Ray still? Hey, that's that OG right there. <laughs> and then my mama Jackie and everything. That's my mother-in-law. She always on high life. Well, y'all know about that drink for Loco. This is before they took it off the shelf the first time. Now they drinking tank. Now they, this night I don't know what happened, but this night they was out. They went to go to um, my mother in law's brother's house because they went to Nate's house. So they go out there and they out drinking, and um, they had been drinking. My mom had been drinking um, tank around orange juice. Plus they was drinking for local on top of that. Mother in law. She got on some of that Tango Ray. Knowing she ain't really a liquor drinker, she got on some of that Tango Ray, drinking Four loco, and she was drinking Miller High Life. So the story went that they was at her um, her brother's house and everything. <laughs> my, he calls his uh, his niece, which is my wife, or whatever, and says, Hey, niece, um, you need to watch out. Um, I'm sending your, uh, your mom and your mother-in-law home, but your poor mother-in-law, uh, she just threw up all in my house. <laughs> she was in his bathroom just early and stuff. Now, I'm going to get it to you like this. You got to envision a four-foot lady and then, like, maybe a five-foot. So, it's two little ladies and everything drinking, and they got five dogs with them. Cause that was, <laughs> they had Brandy, uh, Solomon, Piper, Piper Heidi, Heidi, and Karma. Yep, and Karma. <laughs> And like some of them, there's a mixture of little dogs and big dogs. Just full disclosure, both of my grandmothers have found the Lord. Um, they are well. One of my grandmothers has found the Lord. Yeah. She is devout now, and she's gotten her act together. The one, the other, Jackie, she's as tame as we're ever gonna get her. But this was just their grandma's gone wild phase. Yeah. So the story. Oh. So what was made it even more funny is before they got to um, uh, her brother's house, my mother-in-law's brother's house is, they driving. Now, they done drove from our house, which is a good 30, 40 minutes away at night. Neither one of them can see now. They both blind as a bat. One of them has cataracts. <laughs> and they driving at night. So they go, and they like, hey, they call them, and they say, hey, we, we lost. We sitting in front of a lake right now, but we don't know where your house is at. So they was close to his house, but what they did, he was like, what lake? Ain't no lake around here. They was like, nah, we looking at a lake. We sitting right here in the grass looking at a lake. And there's some houses across the other side, so we know it's a lake. 
<laughs> he said, ain't no late. She was like, all right. He said, hey, so he met up with him. He, well, he thought about it. He was like, hey, he said, what's around you? She was like, I don't know. It's like a black bar fence, but piece of it's laying down or whatever. Well, what they did is it's a golf course over there by his house. Oh, no. They don't mess around and drove through partial of the fence on the golf course in part before they got to the water Bless and everything. Him. So he was like, get your asses out of there before they call the police. That's the thing. Hey, y'all at the golf course. And so, so they made it to the house. So then afterwards, they finished. They over there drinking some more, whatever, at his house. He leaves and stuff. He causes my wife and say, hey, your, your mother's is on the way or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. They got the dogs. They get to our house and stuff. My wife like, hey, y'all sit y'all selves down or whatever. And um, she was like, they was like, well, we hungry. We want to cook. Now, she don't you. like nobody cooking in her kitchen. They can't cook. They can cook, but they was in no condition to cook. So she said she go to bed because she had to work in the morning. She said she hear something and she all of a sudden she hear like all this noise, clank, clank, clank. They in there trying to cook eggs and everything. Got the got one of them got the stove, got the oven on and the stove on and stuff. But she going there, she tell them, hey, what are y'all doing? We hungry. We gonna cook us something. We hungry. You can't tell us what to do and all that. She like y'all get y'all behinds out of the kitchen. So she said that she was like, she was they would, so they got mad at her and it was like, well, we gonna leave then. We just gonna go back to Colleen. Cause that's where mother in law stayed. So they were gonna drive all the way from Colleen. And this is like at 12 o'clock at night and everything. She was like, nah, y'all gonna go. If y'all leave, the police gonna pull y'all over and take y'all to jail. We don't care. We we can go to jail. It ain't the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so they was dead serious about leaving. She was like, well, they going to take the dogs and put them in the pound? Oh, well, we going to go on and stay then. <laughs> They'd rather go to jail than them dogs go to the pound. Uh-huh. That's, That's how, how much crazy. they love their dogs. Yep. But, hey, them two right there is a trip. But afterwards, yeah, she cooked them something, and they slept and snored all night. But, yeah, they, they some funny ladies right there. We're glad they got their party girl phase out. Heck, yeah. The last thing that people want to know is how you got on a first name basis with a vegan bakery. Hmm? When you used to go to Cap oh, City Cap Bakery City. all the time. I don't know how did I do that. I don't know. Man, that's a long time ago. Uh-huh. Because I know. He was buying them out of house and home for a yeah, while. Yeah. Shoot, man. Yeah, because you would put me on to that cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. Daddy can't really do dairy, so the vegan yeah. cheesecake was working out pretty well for him. Man, I'm going to tell y'all, that, that was some bu- Cap City, I'm going to give a shout-out to y'all again if anybody listening. Hey, that, that, y'all on point. But, yeah, I went up there, and somehow you knew. You Kristen. Knew. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kristen. And I, um, and I said, hey, yeah, and I just gave a shout-out to him or whatever, and then didn't they put it on something uh instagram probably yeah Yeah, instagram yeah but i've been up there because i worked like shoot maybe five minutes away from them so when she showed me that place and i had that cheesecake it was like before work during at lunchtime and after work i swing over there and grab it and they just like knew what i wanted Mm -hmm. yeah that's about it though yep they got some bomb food exactly vegan baked goods can be delicious oh heck yeah man especially (laughs) if you substitute some eggs uh, substitute eggs with applesauce yep say super moist i know people hate the word moist but you're just gonna have to deal with it today for real real. and it don't even sit heavy on you 
<laughs> yep, exactly. Well, Daddy, thank you for joining us today on the Garden of Eden podcast. I hope that you enjoyed your first time being in the, well, you've been in the spotlight a few times, but your first time being on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, well, I appreciate you. Was it fun? On. Was it as torturous as you thought? Yeah, it was fun. It wasn't as bad as I thought. I, uh-huh, I uh-huh. I might do another one, you know, but <laughs> it was fun, man. I always have fun when we do things like this. And stuff. Got to get baby girl on here next time. <laughs> yep. So we're getting ready to actually film a video with baby girl, which is not a baby anymore. She just turned 16. But we're going to go do that. I want to thank you guys so, so much for listening. Until next time, remember to keep an open mind, keep an open heart, practice unconditional compassion, but don't, don't take, take shit, shit from, from it, anyone. <laughs> I love you guys endlessly, and I hope you love yourselves even more. I'll talk to you very, very soon. Be out. God bless.